Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. <laughs> that was incredible. And Paul Reindel. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Good morning, everybody. Do the show, bitch. Good morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday, Ben and Woods, ninety-seven three, the fan. Let's get our uh, let's get our heads right, and maybe we'll be the only ones in town. We in the tier ones that can get our heads right on a Tuesday. Uh, don't Tony know... Gwynn Black Monday? Yes, Tony <laughs> Gwynn Black Monday. It's exactly right. This is when the real Black Monday starts. Yeah, yeah no real news to report uh, out of Petco Park. No. from yesterday, I've got some thoughts on that. I'm I'm frankly. My overall take is I'm embarrassed. It's embarrassing. Of course the Padres haven't made a decision yet. Of course they haven't. Or they have. Where is it? Is it you coming could today? Have been Peter Seidler's statement yesterday. Well, we'll we'll talk about that. Let's uh let's ease into the show today. We jumped right into it yesterday. Yeah. Lube- How's everybody doing? Lubeless yesterday. How was your Monday, Woods? It sucked. I'm Woodsy, that's Paul Rindle, that's Ben <laughs> Higgins. It sucked. It was terrible. It was just one of those weird days. Just couldn't my wife goes, what's wrong with you? I go, I don't know. She goes, you're very melancholy. I go, I'm not. I'm just quiet. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. I had the Mondays like an MFR yesterday. Dude, I really did. I was, I don't know what it was. There was really <laughs> nothing wrong. Like, just, I was just, bleh. It was just a blah day. I went after here, went to the gym. I went home. I made lunch. And then Bo was homesick from school. So I got him. He and I didn't say three words to each other. He watched his iPad. And I like, scrolled my phone and did some work for the show. I was like, you good? He's like, fine. I'm like, sounds good. I mean, it's just, 
It was just a blah day. I don't think I said 15 words last night at my house. I just was. It was just one of those weird days. Watched a horrific Monday night football game. Horrific. Uh, did that and then so boring. it was so boring. Stop putting the. Stop putting the Giants uh, on television, period. They don't deserve it. I and New York does not need two football teams. The Giants, have they been prime time every week this week or this season? Yes, and there's more to come. Sunday night, Monday night. It's terrible. They're night. terrible. They don't deserve two teams Daniel in New Jones York. Daniel Jones is something like 1-13 in prime time games <laughs> in his career. <laughs> $46 million or something that clown makes. Danny Dimes. Well, it's his offensive line. He had plenty of time to throw that pick six. He had all day. Bo makes that throw. I mean, it was just horrifically bad. Now, I did bet on the Seahawks, so I was very happy. It was an easy, easy win last night, but just a blah Monday. I think a lot of people felt like that yesterday. Baseball season's over. You know, you, all I could think about all day was what the hell's happening in that meeting? What are they eating? Are they eating? Is there. Well, they a, had something brought in, right? Fruit. I did mean, they do the old fruit? Oh, I hope there's some pastries. Jersey Mike's catering. Jersey it's, Mike's. It, when you're talking, when you're going to have a. A tough meeting, like one that is clearly going to picket some scabs and there's going to be some confrontation. You gotta go with some higher calorie treats, like a pastry like a like pastries or cupcakes, something a little more fattening than if he's sitting in there eating cup like peeling the thing. I just want I just want one more just give me one more manager cookies that we had last week. Cravery. Cravery cookies, that's right. Cravery cookies. They can bring them in and have a nice big tray. I, that's all I thought about. I was just sat. I was. That's. I think that's Biddle what I was. Spread a grand old barbecue. Right I think that's what table. I was doing. Is I was just sitting and just reflecting. What the hell's going on in there? Who's in there? <laughs> is Bob doing his bit where he's kind of rocking back and forth? Is AJ like shiftily not looking at Bob in the eye? Are they locked in a staring um, contest? What's Group Dog wearing? He's got the tweed on, so you know it's serious. Who's this other guy in there? Why can't they make a decision? That's what it is. All these other teams are like, hey, this is unacceptable. This sucks. <laughs> Boom, here's our decision. The Padres are like, oh, let's kick it around for a month or two. It sucks. So I, that's really where my head was at, and that's really where it where it's at today. Yeah, uh, Megan makes a good point. They should just eat ballpark hot dogs <laughs> if money's so tight. <laughs> We got any uh, anything left from the last homestead? Just bring it in. Honestly, if we went to a meeting, cotton candy's here, a little stale, and they had know. a big old steamer of ballpark hot dogs, I'd be thrilled if that was the option at a meeting. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, dude. I wouldn't. I, I, you know, listen. I. That's just kind of that's just kind of 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 a bummer. Uh, syndicator Baja California says, "Where's all the Marlin gear? Did Papa Peter spank you guys?" <laughs> So we got some S for wearing our Marlins gear yesterday, right? So you got the some people got the joke. First time ever. Uh, you ever hear Ben? And, you ever heard Ben and Woods before? By the way, are we ever sarcastic? <laughs> we ever like to like rub it in a little? We did a three minute montage when the team won their fourth straight game in right. September. So, so just to answer his question, no, no, no one reached out and said, uh, "You guys are not allowed to wear Marlins gear." Okay, <laughs> it's not. You're not allowed to do it. No, that didn't happen. A, we were doing a bit. B, we are rooting like crazy for for Skip Schumacher and the Marlins. Um, no, we wouldn't be if the Padres were in the playoffs, of obviously. course. I mean, I, one guy yesterday was like, my daddy raised me to never, ever wear another team's gear. I'm like, <laughs> okay, congratulations. Like, 
My, our boy is the manager, and he sent us a box full of stuff. I'm like, hell yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, we didn't get in any trouble. We're just having fun. Just having fun yesterday and going to be rooting for the Marlins. Uh, playoffs start today. I'm giddy. I'm over the moon. I wish they weren't playing the Phillies because I find myself it's a win-win, pulling though. for the Phillies it's a, as well. It's a win-win. I, I like the Phillies, too, and I, there are a lot of players I love. It's a win-win. Whoever wins that series, you're going to be like, great, I'm keeping yeah. riding with these guys. Yeah. But that's that's the beauty of, of, of playoff baseball. When your squad isn't uh, in it, you just get to sit back and be a critic. Now, they're going to come at you. They're going to come at you online. Well, nice watching from home. You know, Padres fans like, I'm not on the team. I didn't underperform this year. In fact, I overperformed this year. <laughs> I can say whatever I want about the playoffs. <laughs> All of us can. What is the rule about wearing other teams' gear? Because obviously, you know, Dodger, you can't wear a Dodgers hat. That well, would I would, be, yeah, no, you they, wouldn't, of course. You've got your rivals and you've got your teams that you absolutely loathe. I've and, always been able to justify it in my head at least like i know somebody that played on that team sure or, you know what like there was a reason behind it it's not just because it looks cool yeah matt says i was born in philly that's my excuse yeah he's a philly guy so he's gonna be rooting for the phillies I, this is the beauty of sports though guys um I, I think you know i've got some some teams i'm rooting for in the al john down the hall it was born and raised in minnesota now he's also adopted the padres as his team he really cares the most about so like for example yesterday he's like oh man twins are in the playoffs i'm like yeah who are they playing and he goes oh i don't know <laughs> so, die hard there so right exactly like then again i he might be self-preservation because the twins have lost 18 straight playoff yeah games, so frijole says you don't wear other teams gear says who no for a bit especially I'm well in. and if our if our buddy is the manager Hell yeah, I'm going to support that like guy. Earlier this oh, year, and he watches the show. <laughs> yeah, he's probably watching right now. Hi, Skip. Hi, Skippy. Uh, earlier this year, you and I, Woodsy, we played golf against Matt Strong yeah. of the Phillies. We made a bet on that golf match. Whoever won, if we lost, we would have to wear a Phillies shirt it or a hat sucked. on our YouTube stream. Oh, it would have sucked. <laughs> I would have had to rock like, it. Oh, my I, God. It, by the way, that was after, that was after they beat us. Yeah, yeah, correct. which yes. was really double suck. Now we actually had to settle with that. We we ended up wiping the floor with him and his brother, so we didn't have to worry about it. The original bet was he goes, "All right, if me and my brother win, you guys got to wear a Dodgers hat." Yeah, I said, on your no, YouTube there's show. no like, chance. Nope, that there's ain't no happening. Buddy. It will live forever. The internet so lives. You got to go to Petco Park with a Dodgers hat. I'm like, no are chance. you insane? I'd rather do the spandex. I do think that if your team is eliminated and not in the playoffs, you're allowed to pick another team to root for during the postseason. Free as you can, but you just can't wear their gear unless the manager sends it to you. There's my caveat to that. So, uh, but no, I, 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 yeah. He says I can see whether you rep a homie or where you're from, but other than that, nah. Yeah, exactly. What if your homie is a Dodger? I'm not wearing it. If Skip no. was the manager of the Dodgers, which you never know, it absolutely <laughs> could happen someday. I told him before. I go. If you take that manager's job, absolutely, I'll kill you. I'm not even. I'll kill you. <laughs> he started laughing. I go, I, I, bro. I got it. You're my mortal enemy. He's like, oh no, I get it. I get it. But he did play there. Played for the Dodgers for a while uh, as well. But no, I'm excited, man. The playoffs are here. We're very, very excited for playoff baseball. It's super fun. We'll go through the matchups today. Um, I will say this, man. If you if you like to bet on baseball, and I do. Betting the playoffs is the hardest thing ever. I mean, it is just you'd think like you'd think it wasn't, but they're all gonna all the the home teams. All three games are gonna be at home. 
You got to factor that in. You got to factor in. Interesting. You know. I, I'd, I mean, I know where you're coming from, but let me throw it the other way. I think betting regular season baseball is one of the hardest things because so, so, easy. so much easier. You can never tell though when a team is absolutely a hundred percent selling out to win a game. Uh, is it going to be a Sunday lineup? Are they giving a couple of stars the day off? You don't necessarily know that in the playoffs. Well, at on least, Sundays you got to be a little more careful. Well, you do, yeah. But in the playoffs, at least you know both it's, teams are going to put the best lineup, the best pitchers in the highest leverage situations, and you evaluate and you go, I think, I think this team at their best is better than this team at their best. In the regular season, you got to take a lot of factors more into play. Like, are they going to be careful and limit their starter to 80 pitches today? You know, how fresh is the bullpen? In the playoffs, you can throw a lot of that out the window. They the, are the they're only, going 100%. Honestly, the only team that cost me money this year was the San Diego Padres. No kidding. Uh, every other team that I kind of rode with, uh, I won money off of. The Padres were the toughest team to bet all season because you didn't know who was going to show up. Playoffs get here, Ben. The weirdest stuff happens. In the oh, you know what else is weird about the playoffs? Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman could go 0 for 8 in game one, and Austin Barnes, who batted 0 69 this year, can hit three home runs. That's the weird part that you just can't factor in in the playoffs. Like Trent Grisham last year. Trent Grisham year. last year. Um, but, I mean, I won a ton of money on the Padres last year in the postseason because I bet them to win every game uh, that they played. Phillies series cost me a little bit, but I won some money up until then. But playoff baseball is just – it's it's great without putting one nickel on it. You know what I mean? It's just always, always good. It's my favorite of all the playoffs, and it starts today, and uh, I just can't wait. I want to sit on my ass and watch playoff baseball all day. Well, we don't have any favorites on this show, as we just spent the last 10 minutes talking about Skip Schumacher and the Marlins, but uh, Skip Schumacher, I think he's watching because he just texted me back from earlier this morning. He'll be joining us at 7.40 today. Nice. All right. We got a manager on the day that? of a game. Is that the right? MLB playoffs joining us. Find the Marlins hat. Go find the Marlins hats. We're putting them back on Damn for it. the show here. All right. That's uh, that's one guest. We got Jesse Marlins. Adler. So we have, a, so we have a, a Major League Baseball manager that's managing the playoffs. Come on on this program yep. today. And we've got Jesse Agler at 835 to wrap up the season. Our final Tuesday chat with Jesse here in 2023. All guests on Ben and Woods appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Uh, we'll get back to uh, things like Take on Woods. We ended up banging it yesterday, talking about uh, the end of the season and everything that was going on. But we'll have our regular features, including Daily Diddy is up next. Woods picked the theme yesterday. Artists who met an untimely demise. demise How yeah. very dark yeah, very. of you. Holly will make a selection today, and then we will year, be so. rolling here on a Tuesday. Tony Gwynn, Black Monday That's on right. San Diego's number one sports station. Let's get our first check of traffic with Kelly Danick on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Worried 
about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. Always reminds me of Gentlemen, does it remind you of what it reminds me of? What movie does this remind you of? I gotta find a new show. Come on. Animal House? Are you kidding? It's like iconic scene in Animal House. Nope. All right. No, I'm with you. Let's go up myself. It's uh, What a Wonderful World by the great Sam Cooke. I was more of a Revenge of the Nerds guy when it came to frat movies, but that's fine. <laughs> I was too. It's no, one of song the best and, uh, films of all time. Shout or Animal House for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> Sam Cooke, one of the weirder stories that you'll ever... Uh, Watch. I don't remember all the details. I watched it in like an ambient haze one night on Netflix. It's called The Two Murders of Sam Cooke, I believe. And it's really good. He was shot and killed by a, a woman that he was, I think she worked at a hotel. I don't a know. Hotel it was, manager. Hotel manager, yeah. It was very, very sketchy uh, at the end of the day. I would say, Paulie, great pick. It's, an, it's a great pick. It's a great song. It's a great voice. Very untimely demise for mm-hmm. uh, the great Sam. Uh, thirty-three, I 33 think. Thirty-three years old, man. Holy mm. smoke! So, yeah, great. I listen to Sam Cook all day. Me though. and you both, My man. God. Absolute, uh, absolutely soothing uh, every time I hear it. So. Smooth. Well, we heard about your uh, blah Monday. Like a, a lot of people agreeing with me, they kind of had the same. I think it was the season kind of kind of ending. Didn't didn't help. I um. I had a whirlwind Monday yesterday, debuted a brand new show. I don't know if anyone stuck around through that just awful football game to see me, but I came on right after Monday Night Football on Channel 10 last night with our new 
Sports Extra post-game report, and it went pretty well, actually. Now, question. So is that, that is, the post-game report means every, is this every Monday night? Every Monday night for okay. the rest of the season, okay. because uh, ABC picked up all the Monday night football games, so we come out of the game and we do 15 minutes of me and then 30 minutes of uh, newscast with Kimberly and Wale right after me. And then you got to go back and do the 11. And then the 11 at the end of the night. Um, but, you know, obviously I was a little nervous actually yesterday. It's been a while. You know, live in prime live. time. You know, I, I mean, I do my two minutes, whatever, every night. But, you know, standing there doing the full 15-minute show. And I, it didn't help that I saw this tweet yesterday from uh, – Actually, a guy I've known for a while. Brian Weber used to be at the NFL Network. Now he's at Pac-12 Network, Tennis Channel, just a broadcaster on the West Coast. Really nice guy. But he tweeted, not not at me, but just in general. He said, local NFL TV postgame shows have always been cliche-ridden and poorly produced. But whatever they're slapping together here in L.A. after Sunday Night Football is so terrible it belongs in its own category. And I, it just made me like, oh, my God, is this going to... Is this going to be an eye roll thing? You know, the local sports guy comes on after Monday Night Football and does his thing. I I didn't want to do it the way so many other of those shows just bring on, like, let's bring on former NFL players. Sure. So you will get Eric Weddle to come in and, you know, break down the game we just saw. Who wants to break down that Seahawks-Giants game in San Diego? It, yeah, I mean, it, that's to me what you did is, I mean, that's your station has the games. So you have yeah, to. It, yeah, yeah, and, right? And, and, so, spo- and, you know, you think sports fans are probably watching. So the idea is let's do something sports-related coming out of the game. But. I don't want to focus just on the NFL. So of course, I on the Padres, and we did a story. Aztecs had their first basketball practice, so we covered that. And shout out to uh, Bernie Wilson for his absolutely excellent coverage out of Aztecs practice yesterday. That's I'm not being tongue in cheek. It was great. Uh, Bernie does a great job covering the Aztecs basketball team. And I, I was telling Ben, did you the other see day, what um, Brian Dutcher said? He got I saw letters, a bunch, a bunch letters of letters of congratulations from Steve Kerr and Brad Stevens after. Uh, getting to the Final Four last year, that was very cool. Very classy uh, move by those gentlemen. I, I uh, have one question for you, though, Benjamin. Who is Cess Lugo? Cess Lugo. Is Mike? he somebody that you're fam- that, that Padres fans might be familiar with? <laughs> 60% of their starting rotation, including free agent and Cy Young Award favorite Blake Snell, along with Cess Lugo Cess and Michael Walker. <laughs> My one flub. Yeah. One Sess, Sass, or Sess. It was pretty much mostly me talking for that entire you know show. It's so long. And I, I did it with just one, one slip take? of the tongue. It was live. There yeah, was live. There was no that was, it was all live, so I can't stop and re-record <laughs> anything. I got to do it. I like the show. You had you just plowed through it. I, and I just plowed through. I didn't stop. Fantastic. Well, did you knew it when you said it? Absolutely. Okay. I knew it. But... If you stop and correct yourself, so I... Blake Snell, uh, Seth, Seth, it's hard. Seth Lugo. Yeah. Seth Lugo. I can um, see how you could do that. When you I edit my video, I have it all timed out with my script. So for the pictures to match, I can't like stop and go, Excuse everybody, me. <laughs> I meant to say Seth Lugo, because then I'll be behind... And the pictures won't match up anymore, so I have to kind which of which happens on the news sometimes. Plow, and it's I got to plow forward and keep the timing of everything I'm doing, so I didn't get a chance to go. I'm sorry, I misspoke. It's Seth Lugo, not Seth Lugo. Blake Snell and Seth, Seth Lugo, Lugo is hard to say. You should have said hindsight. Blake Snell, Michael, Michael Walker, Walker, and Seth, and Seth Lugo. Lugo. There you it go. Would have been better. Now you know. Alliteration's hard. It's very. very 
very difficult. Thank you to James Hess, one of our uh, tier ones, for sending that in last night. I sent it to Paulie this morning. I go, it's pretty low. Can you boost it? And two seconds later, it Boom. was absolutely per- perfect. <laughs> Let's hear it one more time, Paulie. Just, just watch. 60% of their starting rotation, including free agent and Cy Young Award favorite Mike Snell, along with Seth Lugo and Michael Walker. Cy Young, Blake Snell, Snell Seth, Seth Lugo, Lugo is yeah. very, very difficult. Very difficult. very broadcastery pukey. You sound great. I, you sound great. It, yeah, I mean, it sounds really good. Professional, for sure. Oh, yeah. Professional is <laughs> professional as hell. But maybe a little over the top. Maybe, you think? Maybe a little sportscastery. One more time. 60% of their starting rotation, including free agent and Cy Young Award favorite Blake Snell, along with Seth Lugo and Michael Walker. It's not the end. Yeah, that's exactly. Starting rotation. 60% of their rotation. Doing sportscaster voice, and I hear myself going, 60% of their starting rotation. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's not pukey, though. I don't think. You don't think so? I don't think it's pukey. I think it's just how you talk. I remember when we first met, we started doing a show together. <laughs> I thought to myself, this man is very, very professional. He's got a very professional voice. When I hear my voice back on promos, it's all, it always sounds like, hey, what's up, guys? What'd you do yesterday? <laughs> it's all nasally and garbage. There's a fine line. You need to project and enunciate because no one wants to mumble or on no. television. Yeah, but if you take it... Ten percent too far, you do become a bit of a cliche and a I'd caricature. Love, I'd love to do a puker segment at some point this offseason. Find the world's best pukers, and that's what they call in this business when you're like, "Good morning, everybody. Tune it in now to ninety-seven three the I, fan." You know, Don Orsillo's got a little bit of it. Ooh, does he? A little, oh, yeah. in he's a good got, way, but in yeah, a little. yeah, a little bit. Jesse walks the fine line, but I think he stays on the. Let's ask him today. on the right side of it. Let's, yeah, ask, let's him. ask him about pukers. Pukers. I'm sure he knows a few. Oh, I'm sure he. I'm does. sure he's done it before. I'm sure times on the air. Eight thirty-five. Jesse Agler will join us. Seven forty. Skip Schumacher managing a uh, playoff game today. It can be oh. a fun. It can be a fun style though. Um, what was the uh, show? Uh, Brockmeyer. Oh, Brockmire. yeah, he's I the mean, definition you know, of puke. The <laughs> definition of it, but yeah. it can be very... And Howard Cosell, the greatest broadcaster and of all time, was, uh, was a classic sportscaster puker. Jeremy says it's more top 40 DJ. I agree. I agree. Okay. That is, that's a top 40 DJ. Wait, Ben is more top 40 DJ or well, puker style pukers? Yeah. yeah, I agree. Somebody says, what's up with your camera today? Something's, something is wrong with it. Mine or yours? Yours. Yeah, we've been having some streaming trouble with we've mine. Having it looks some, like it's okay right now. Some issues. Hi. Oh, uh, Mora- uh, C2O Moreno says, original PA at Petco was a puker. PA, guys, you almost kind of have to be. I, I, and I love Alex. I love Alex. Alex, too, but I, I have to puke when I do the Seals games. And now the starting lineup for your San Diego. That's so pukey. The only non-pukey PA announcer Padres. really is the Lakers guy, Lawrence Tanter. He's a puker? He's not a He's puker. not a puker. He's just two minutes, two minutes remaining oh, in the I, game. I like that. Yeah. Will Mike Yars. <laughs> That's pukey. <laughs> Many. Eduardo Ortega Ortega can be a bit of a puker on the Spanish side. I love it, though. It's fantastic. (laughs) All right, let's. um, Woodsy is ready to uh, pop off a little bit. A little bit. Just oh you're you just are agitated because you so like agitated. you like resolution. You don't like things to fester. I like when people and teams make strong moves. I don't like Ben. You know what I don't like? I don't like insecurity, and I'm not sure what we should do. 
I'm not sure that that's what's going on. I'm not sure. So I, this we'll, is purely projection. We'll discuss. <laughs> we'll discuss what did did not happen yesterday. Coming up next with Ben and Woods. Um, also, an interesting report from our friend Ryan Phillips yesterday that I can't. We can't totally discount. He's been right a few times for he, sure. He absolutely has. Yeah. I I didn't. I, Paulie sent it over, and I thought to myself, "All right, what well, it says both things." This could happen or not. There's been a lot of that going around. There's a lot of that going around. In San Diego. It's coming up next. Uh, you're with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I, I love the colorful clothes you wear And the way the sunlight plays upon her hair I hear the sound of a gentle On the wind that lifts her perfume through the air All right, just me and Polly on the uh, stream, I guess. Welcome back, Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Ben's having some issues. If you wanted to see him, skinny Ben, uh, you can't. What's what's the deal? What's going on? Intermittent Wi-Fi issues. There, I'm back. Hi. Hi again. Uh, I'm here on radio, though, 100%. And this segment of Ben and Woods is brought to you by The Golf Mart. Love the Golf Mart. I do Huge too. fan. I do, too. Been there many, many a time. I've been uh, supporting their bottom line for many, many years now. I see uh, Mr. Sunshine in the chat. How's Preller Watch doing for everyone? I Let's talk about this, because I, I kind of think it's it's over. And I think it ended uh, almost 24 hours ago when we got a statement from Peter Seidler. I said now, it yesterday. I know you like credit. I'm going to give you credit where I, credit I, is due. We'll I, do that. I thought you were insane when you said this yesterday. I literally thought you were insane. We will talk about it right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. All right. You're going to give me some credit? I, I am. stand so here and take your credit. About, yeah, about 24 hours ago-ish, we got the uh, statement from Padres uh, chairman, CEO, or Padres chairman uh, and owner, Peter Seidler, 
uh, that basically said, you know, if you the the the, the important lines in it were, I'm going to trust the leadership uh, crew here to to make the right decisions, leading us forward to win a championship in 2024. So, Our current leadership team yeah. continues to have my full support. And I've asked them to perform a thorough assessment of our organization beginning today. Okay, so that that meeting then actually did happen. The thorough assessment meeting. I don't know who was in it. No I, one I, has confirmed now, it. Do we even know that it happened? Why do you, we do? He why? said it's it happened. It starts said, to, who today. Said what? Well, no. I so the evaluation. He said starts a today. thorough assessment begins today. Right, a thorough assessment. That to me, that says meeting. It, no, 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 that no, to no, me, no. an assessment is like maybe a weeks long process in which you hold many meetings with many departments and figure out. You know what we've been doing operationally that we're not doing correctly. So you that don't we need think to be doing better. You don't think there was a face to face yesterday? I don't know yesterday. if there was or not. If there was, a, you know, just a quick Zoom announcement from from Peter or whatever. Like, okay, here's what I want. I want I want you guys to stick together, and I want you to do a full evaluation and report back to me on what we need to be doing better. Yeah, like, I don't know that Kevin AC or Dennis Lynn were waiting on the corner outside of Petco Park and making sure. You know, Bob Melvin People drove went in, in and out. And yeah, Jay Prowler showed up. Didn't see anything. Didn't hear anything. We don't know that a meeting happened. We, we don't. We don't know it. I, I assumed that it would. Um, I'd be surprised if there wasn't some sort of sure convo. I mean, there are meetings on the day after the season in every organization in baseball. Even the players like show up for their last day. There's exit interviews. Yeah, there there's always something that happens the day after a season. So I think my my I guess my general issue is this. Um meeting, no meeting, leadership group, whatever. If Bob's in there, I don't know. If AJ's in there, we're probably pretty sure he is, Eric Grupner. And then there was another name of a guy I'd never heard of from the equity group. That was going to be, you know, Two, three, four of those guys were going to be responsible for doing this thorough audit. You can't I, do a thorough audit in a one-day meeting, though. But again, as I mentioned yesterday, it, it wasn't like we needed the season to play out to see how the season went. You know, um, if you look back at at the, the the tumultuous season, you should have been making your evaluations, should have been getting an idea of what needs to happen, what is going wrong, what has gone wrong, and what's probably going to continue to go wrong, right, if current leadership stays. So um, I, I just I think the bummer is, and you were right, you said it. You go, this statement is all we're going to see today. I said, there's no way. He's letting us know the axe is about to fall, some heads are about to roll. Nope, nothing. And everyone's kind of left in limbo. I read you the, the Dan Zimborski tweet um, yesterday. You know, saying, well, the Padre, and we had Jordan Schusterman on from Cespedes Family Barbecue because I don't understand it. I don't understand you're telling us what we already kind of knew. You're you're letting us know this is the meeting about the meeting that you're going to have. And it just didn't make a lot of sense to me or really anybody else. So I think, man, it, it gives me, it makes me a little bit nervous in that these guys don't really know what they want really what they're doing. You saw in other organizations around baseball, hey, this didn't work. I'm sorry, but you're out of a job, Buck Walter. I'm sorry, but this isn't working. You're out of a job, Phil Nevin. And I will be the first to admit, I'm really surprised Perry Manasian has a job. I really am. I mean, to I feel like if there's a fall guy in baseball, 
Phil Nevin is wearing the fall guy hat right now. Just like every manager. Just like every manager. Yeah, 100%. Perry Manasian keeps his gig, but Phil Nevin doesn't. That doesn't make sense to me. I'm sorry. Well, it, it he, was set, he was set up as an easy fall guy. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Brought in as an interim guy. Interim guy. Kind of tentatively given another season because they didn't have, you know, better options. So he said, well, why don't you come back and see what happens in 2023? He was always set up. If they didn't make a... A, a miracle playoff run. playoff run. It was always going to be Phil Nevin who who essentially took took the brunt of that. Now, now it's funny because they went out and made moves, and you couldn't have made worse moves. Their their moves may have been worse than the San Diego Padres moves uh, at the deadline, and that's saying something. That's really saying something. They tried, and it went it went in the crapper so fast that they started to DFA guys. Guys ended up on other teams a couple of weeks after. You know, I mean, it was it was as bad as it got. So, But uh, the Giants said, hey, man, I know you won 107 games last year. You're, you're, you're gone. This is not going in the direction we want it to. Other teams have a clear picture of what they want to do. The San Diego Padres, I feel, I feel, just my gut is telling me, they're not really sure. And, and it, the longer it goes, it leads me to believe that they're going to run it back again. And I still think Bob's probably going to be the fall guy here. And I still think, so now A.J. Preller will get to hire his sixth manager, technically, in nine seasons. And, and you know, I was rereading some articles yesterday as I sat in, in boredom and like a weird melancholy state. And I was reading Dennis Lynn's piece again in The Athletic from last week, and it hit me again. This team had to go on a miracle run to get to achieve the second winning season in AJ Preller's tenure. The second out of nine seasons. Now I'm not counting 2020. It was a sprint. But two winning years. And it took a miracle run to get there. Isn't it more difficult for the Padres, though, to identify what went wrong in this season? You can if you want to lay blame. I certainly heard everybody on the Padres roster who spoke at the end of the year pretty much say the same thing. This is the most talented team I've ever been on. I've never been on a team with a collection of more talent. Sure, I heard that too. And in some ways, that's a credit to A.J. Preller for putting a ton of talent together and an indictment of Bob Melvin for not being able to get the most out of that talent. But that doesn't necessarily feel to me like the right answer that we're putting this all at Bob's feet because because why when well, I, when I look at it when you talk about the fractured relationship between those two it's not a hundred percent AJ's fault it's not I mean I, I think I think Bob Melvin takes it's not a hundred percent anybody's fault yeah correct correct I, I think you know Bob's got to take some ownership in that as well and I don't know if he is or has or will um, it just it was not. I'm not a bloodthirsty guy. I'm not the guy that's like, yep, what, what he's oh, he's 0 4, he's gotta go. Gotta go. No, I'm I'm actually quite the opposite. I'm more I like to think that I'm more uh patient and things like that. When you have a Bob Melvin in in the you know, in this organization who took you to the NLCS, um, has made plenty of mistakes, as all managers do. You're about to they're all gonna be highlighted <laughs> this week. You're gonna see you're gonna see so many mistakes by the game's best managers, it'll make your head spin. What we consider mistakes with the benefit of hindsight, right? Playoff baseball, everything's magnified. That's Bob Melvin is not infallible to criticism. If he's not the right guy, though, if he's not the right guy, he should be out of a job. If AJ Preller is not the right guy, he should be out of a job. What's what's the holdup? 
You know, when you look at the overall picture, nine years is a long time to figure something out. And to need a miracle run to get your second winning season. Winning, not play, winning, just a winning season, 82 and 80. You needed a, what was their streak at the end of the year? 20 and 7, 14 of 16. Right. Like, that's that's bananas to me. If you look at the whole picture. So, I, I, I wish that some stronger moves were being made right now. I wish there was a more clear path as to what this team wanted to do. You can say all you want. Well, and for all we know... Well, you can say all you want. Made, and we got a press release on the way later this Could morning. Could be. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, and I, I won't feel like, like an idiot. But heard, it's, there it's, was nothing coming out of Petco yesterday. I mean, the only thing the only thing I saw yesterday was uh, let's, uh, a report, Ben, from um, MLB insider Jenna Tolls. I'm not familiar with her work. I'm not as familiar with her work as I used to be. <laughs> So sources, the Padres are holding on to A.J. Preller with the ultimatum of a playoff berth next season. Bob Melvin has been granted permission to speak with the Giants about their managerial vacancy, but the expectation is he will be back. That, again, is from Jenna Tolls. Jenna Tolls. Jenna Tolls. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Seymour Butts did also weigh in uh, yesterday. They want to be aggr- aggressive almost immediately when the postseason starts. Um. Yeah, those are obviously you know trolls. Uh, but no news to me is is a little bit weird when there are moves moves happening to improve ball clubs right now across the country, and and we're still deciding what do we need to do? Should we do anything? If not, how how do you sell that? Do we really know what is going on at all behind the scenes? Though I mean the the reporting. And no, the, I'd love to. the talk, I mean, even when, when Eric Gruppner came on with us, you're hearing about the payroll scale back, and just the math tells you that they can't afford to bring back a lot of these players, Blake Snell, Josh Hader, maybe not even Juan Soto, yet our friend Ryan Phillips from the big lead, who, and I don't know who his sources are particularly, but he's definitely got a couple of people no who share information from inside the Padres organization with him. He downplayed. I don't. I can't. My computer's not working, so I can't call exactly up what he said. If one of you wants to give it word for word, yeah, but no he, problem. He essentially said that this alarm bells the 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 financial situation is not as dire as people are painting this picture lately, and they are still working on Juan Soto's extension. So our buddy Ryan Phillips uh, said yesterday, as of now, the Padres' plan is to keep Juan Soto and extend him. I've been assured the money is there to do so. Things aren't as dire financially as some are claiming. But if they get blown away by a trade offer, they would certainly consider it. It would be stupid not to. The long view is that they have a number of big contracts, but also have a wave of prospects coming soon. That's why they pushed guys so hard in the minors this year. Those cheap contracts should offset the big ones currently on the roster. Well, and that's fine and dandy, and that's what we've been looking for and what we've been needing here in San Diego. And it's not like they haven't tried it. It's not like they haven't brought up the Eric Lowers, the Joey Lucchese's uh, of the world. The, that was the hot talent lava, and it, it never materialized. It never did. I mean, they've all caught on. Uh, on other teams and played okay. I mean, Eric Lauer had a bit of a moment, but he was also the final day of the season starter uh, against the Cubs. You know, Ryan Weathers was that for the Miami Marlins. We took him sixth overall. 
okay, like I, I understand that, hey, these guys are going to be good. Now, do we agree that pushing guys up quickly through the minors always works? I haven't seen that to be the case. That, to me, smells a little... Worked with Tatis, but it doesn't work with everybody. Yeah, right. I mean, who else has it worked for here? Who else have we just ramped up through the minors? I mean, the way things are going, Ethan Salas could be your starting catcher on opening day. I have no idea uh, next season. But they pushed him along. And look, I love it. I think it's great if they're ready. But it doesn't mean that it'll translate at this level. How many many 4A guys... Have we seen? I I don't think this is some big change in the plan, though. If you go back, even to the start of signing Eric Hosmer and Manny Machado the first time um, and, you know, adding to the payroll, I think the idea was, and then, you know, as the decade goes on, we're going to use the the minor leaguers to then augment our talent in a more affordable way because we're going to have a lot of high, you know, payroll responsibilities later and we're going to have to rely on some of our younger talent. So you got to hit you got to hit on these free agent signings early and then you got to hit on your minor leaguers in 4 or 5 years and we're kind of hitting the the crossroads here where you you're nearing the end of what you can accomplish financially. You can't really add to the payroll anymore. In fact, you may have to come 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 back a little bit to earth. But hopefully, you know, soon some of the minor leaguers that you've been building back up will be able to help your team. And that's always, I think, kind of been the strategy for for A.J. Preller and Peter Seidler, that that's how they envisioned it being sustainable. It wasn't sustainable like, all right, 255, then 285, then 330, and then 400 million payroll, then we'll do 475. That was not ever the strategy. It was always ramp it up now. And then as you know, things get more expensive, we replace some of the expensive players with young guys that we've built up to kind of even things out. That was that was the idea from stage one. And that was the idea years ago when AJ was hired. Well they didn't but they didn't spend a lot. Yeah. They did they didn't spend I mean, a lot early. They 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 went out and they made the big splashes and and I think a lot of fans could see right through some of those moves. The Derek Norris, Will Middlebrooks, Matt Kemp on a, on one leg. You could see right through those moves, right? And and I think a lot of fans did. Sure, it was exciting. And you nailed it this morning before the show. You said the one thing A.J. Preller has done really, really well here, and you can talk about his scouting acumen and everything else, but one thing he has done is he's put this team on the map a little bit. Yes, he has. And and people talk about the Padres now. They are light years light ahead years. of where they were when A.J. Preller took over as general manager. Like him or hate him? A.J. Preller has made the Padres into a relevant force, and so has Ron Fowler and Peter Seidler as well. Can't do it without support of ownership, but I'd much rather be the Padres now and frustrating than 10 years ago in 2013 going nowhere For and sure. doing nothing. For sure. We'll uh, play some Take on Woods, continue this discussion next year on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.